Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vent Lab, where we vent sometimes, or a lot of times, and sometimes it sounds exactly like that. Who is that directed to? I actually um, found that audio on the internet. Oh, I went, really? <laughs> on the internet? I went to soundcloud.com forward slash Vent Lab, and it was just there, you know? It was just... <laughs> It was just there. Somehow, somebody got this recording of us. Could you imagine? Ugh, you're so annoying. That was the secret life of Gumball. It was it's a, good a show. it was a Cartoon Network show, and oh my gosh! Is that the one where like the tall, hairy guy that's like rattle, rattle, rattle? Probably. Okay. Every single character in that was like just strange, like totally out of this world, not really normal. There was one that was like a peanut with horns or like antlers Mm -hmm. with legs and arms like a human, but its eyes and mouth were just dark black holes. It's interesting. Yeah. I just know every time I got frustrated about something, I would go rattle, rattle, rattle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I used to, there was a, a time where I babysat for some friends. And every single morning, I had to be at their house at like 7, and it was like an hour drive. It was awful. How often were you late for that? Never. What? This was before I learned how to be late. Okay, okay. I was way too young to, I was was naive, and I didn't realize that you don't have to be on time for everything in life. Um, And you won't get fired immediately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Immediately. Anyway, um, yeah, it was at 7, and so I would get to their house. Their kids would still be asleep, and I would just sit on their couch and watch Cartoon Network. And I would always watch The Amazing Life of, The Amazing Life or The, the Amazing World of Gumball. Yes, The Amazing yes, World amazing of Gumball. World. What a great show. Anyway, mm-hmm. it it's discontinued, but it had like se- uh, 10 seasons. Super funny. Yeah, I when when I was raising my kids, like there, there was some early years where I didn't like watching what they were watching, like Caillou. Oh yeah. Yeah, Ugh, it was horrible. And then it like crossed over. Like they started watching shows that I liked. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a like good. Like World of Gumball. Gumball. Um, I first off, can I just say, Caillou is the absolute worst, and I don't think the it should worst. have aired as if long as 2020 it did. was the cartoon. Yeah, it would have been Caillou. Um, that bald little freak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, dude, anytime I babysit or anything like that, I try to like introduce to these children, no matter how small they are, cartoons like The Amazing World of Gumball or Adventure Time or Pokemon or like stuff cartoons that's entertaining. that might be like too old for them. Right. right. But if they, can, if they can grasp onto it and enjoy it, then I think that their parents would be so thankful for me introducing their children to that cartoon. On, on the other hand, though, shows like Adventure Time are also, they have some very like creepy tones to them sometimes. And uh, I could very well see a kid going home and being like, Mom, we should watch this. And then they're like, oh my gosh, what? These are demons. These are literal demons that you are watching. Where did you learn this? And then they go, Nathan showed me. Mm -hmm. And then my parents get a call from their parents. 
And my parents go, yeah. Is that what happened, Nathan? Is that why you didn't babysit them anymore? uh, That's not what happened (laughs) in this instance, but I think that's happened before where my, my mother has gotten a call from a different parent in the church and been like, so my kids are saying Nathan (laughs) showed them this or introduced them to this. And mom is like, Nathan, what the heck? And I'm like, sometimes, sometimes it was like, okay, no, it's more innocent than it seems this, this, listen, let me explain. But then other times it's like, I have no idea what that kid is talking about one time. And I don't know why I remember this, but it was so like ingrained in me in the moment. But these, the, this family with small children were over at our house. They were over there a lot, and their kids absolutely loved me. And so I was always playing with them, wrestling with them, playing lightsabers and dart guns, whatever, with them. And uh, <laughs> admittedly, I didn't handle the situation great. But mm-hmm. one of the kids ran over to me, and he flipped me off. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? hey, whoa, don't, what is that? And he's like, that's what Batman does. And I was like, I don't think that's what Batman does. He's like, yeah, Batman does this. And he flips me off. <laughs> and I was like, um, hmm, go show your mom. <gasps> and so he runs over to his mom. He's like, mom, look what Batman does. No. And flips her off. And she's like, and I watched this whole thing. And she goes, where did you learn that? And then locks eyes with me of like, the like Nathan. it was you. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she actually thinks. Were you wearing a Batman cape at the time? <laughs> I was not. Slowly taking off your Batman <laughs> yeah, like, mask. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. But I was like, what? Uh, does she actually think I'm that I... am Batman. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. That wasn't me. But anyway, I I was like a little bit hurt as a teenager, as like a young You're teenager. Because I was like, does she really think that I would teach her kid how to, how to do that? And be like, <laughs> go show you, man. Yeah, is that like the time you flipped off your pastor? Uh, <laughs> different time. <laughs> you were a few years older then. I was older whenever. I- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a. It wasn't even a proper flip off. All right, it was the ring finger, and you didn't know he was in the uh, car. And I didn't know he was in the car. <laughs> now I have some explaining to do. Uh-huh. Shoot, it's already hot in the studio, and now I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, I have some explaining to do. Here's what happened. <laughs> I don't remember, actually, but... It was when I was moving. It was whenever you were moving. Oh, no, you were helping somebody else move. We were helping... Yeah, 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 yeah. We were helping somebody else move, so we had a caravan of cars, uh, trucks, really, with stuff on trailers and everything. I'm riding with my dad, and he tells me, he says, hey, while we're at the stop sign, run back there and make sure that this is strapped down properly. And so I jump out of the car, I run back, and I'm checking it. Well, the car behind us family friend known him forever he honks at me and i think this is gonna be funny (laughs) so i look up and i quote unquote flip him off with the ring finger it doesn't count same meaning it doesn't count it's like saying screw you know (laughs) like it's only a bad word depending on what kind of christian you are anyway so i flip him off with the ring finger i'm sure he thought it was hilarious and then i look up and i see the pastor of the church me and my family attend, is sitting in the passenger seat right beside him, also looking me straight in the eyes. And I died inside a little bit. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, and then I ran back in, into the car 
and, and my dad apparently saw the whole thing too. Uh-huh. Rear view mirrors, you know, who would have thought? And he's like, did you just, did you just flip them off? And I was like, yep, didn't realize pastor was in the car. And then he laughed. And so. But did the pastor laugh? I don't remember. I, I, I may have apologized to him or something. It's even worse if you bring it back up again later. Like, just let it go. Like, I actually met him at the altar that right. Sunday and said, yeah, I'm really sorry about that, man. Like, I didn't. I didn't realize you were in the car. And he's just hope he saw something else. Like maybe he was like, maybe I saw him waving from the side. His hand was turned to the side or something. I I was testing the wind, you know, (laughs) and all my other fingers were dirty. And that was the only way I could do it. And I had to use both fingers. People do like the one finger wave. Yeah. 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 It was, it was that. It was was that. I saw on a. Also called flipping somebody (laughs) I saw it on a documentary. It was uh, the Hawaiian good luck sign. So you're welcome for that. Also on Batman. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Batman does. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So wow. that's, that's the story. of. never whenever. know where this show is going to go. Yeah. This just came out of nowhere. Yeah. So how about you? Have you ever flipped off a pastor? No. No? No. Wow. You never flipped off your husband? Uh, no, I don't think I've ever flipped off anybody ever. D- that, um, I just, I just realized this, that no matter, like everything that you say to your husband, uh-huh. you could then say, yeah, I said this to our pastor. That is true. Like I was yelling mm-hmm. at her pastor the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I smacked my pastor in a fit of rage the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never smacked him though. Oh, uh, you punched accident. him in the nose. Just on accident. You gave him a bloody nose. Yeah. Why don't they get, I don't think it bled. I'm sure it bled a little. It's a good shot though. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to explain that one. No, you're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Rebecca has <laughs> anger issues. Um, no, no, now you're going to make me need to explain yeah, no, it. Which is actually why I called you here. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Rebecca, okay. we need to talk. Here's the very short, unfunny version. I was getting up to go to the bathroom and I sensed that he was coming up behind me. So I jokingly did like the ninja hiya move where I threw one fist up in the air without looking behind me. And he happened to be right behind me where my fist met his nose. And it was the coolest ninja move I've ever pulled off before. It was like my spidey senses knew he was there sure. and I made contact and it was amazing serves him right was that last I'm sorry part? I'm sorry no what was that last part no no so you got a test the it other day it sounded because it sounded you had to take a very difficult it test sounded the other day. like you said serves him like, right you know I think your I think your headphones are was because was things. he did he what are you, were like you mad at him? I heard him you or? earlier say something about a Mac would be better. All right. We don't need to bring up mm-hmm. uh, old so, dirt. So how'd your test go? Well, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm going to get the results I was hoping for, which I'm familiar with. This was a difficult test. You've been prepared that this was coming for a long time. No, it, it was kind of sprung up on me, actually. Um, a, like a pop quiz. No, like a pop, like a, like a pop test, like a full blown <laughs> test. Um, but in my defense, I did sign up for it. I just didn't expect it to be right then. You, you know? signed up for it when you got a job at Amazon. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how much do you think we have to talk about Amazon in order for them to sponsor us? 
Oh, it's gonna be a lot more. Is it gonna be a lot more? Yeah. Mm. All right, we can we can we can keep it up. Mm-hmm. Um, how sick would that be though to have an Amazon sponsor? So sick. I mean, I already got ten percent off, so that's kind of like a sponsorship. A in little and of itself, bit. You know. I feel like we already have them as a sponsor. Then, if you're getting ten percent off, right? And we buy like everything from Amazon. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, you guys. Um, if you can memorize my parents' Amazon Prime email and password, you too can get 10% off. So get a pen and paper. All right. We're going to. Right, right. All right. Uh, it is Nathan is the best at hotmail.com is their email. Don't ask me who set that up. And then the password is actually also Nathan is the best. I told him that's not a very strong password. Um, and so they put a hashtag in front of it. Hashtag Nathan is the best. So if you use that on Amazon, you can sign into my parents' Amazon Prime account. Get 10% off. You're welcome. What were we talking about? My test. Your test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I passed, which is unfortunate. Wah, 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 wah. I don't have that sound effect, so I had to do it myself. It was a, it was a COVID test, Rebecca. Are you sick? Well, Are you feeling under the weather? I, I don't know if we talked about this. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast last Friday. But last Friday, I woke up like super short of breath. Felt like I had gone for a long mountainous run. Like just could not like. <gasps> and then I was coughing and stuff like that all day Friday. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, is this COVID? Do I have COVID? Please tell me I have COVID. Wait, wait, wait. You need to explain why you want COVID because this is a very serious, serious disease, Nathan. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I work for Amazon. And so if I have COVID-19, they will give me a two week break period paid. paid. <laughs> and as a part timer, that's the only way I get a paid vacation. So it's kind of like, you know, now or never. And so, so I've been, you would really like to be like asymptomatic, right? Test positive and isolate for two weeks. And I'm not going out there having COVID parties, you know. But I'm not not trying to get COVID. I'm just kind of hoping, you know, hoping on a prayer, hoping on a virus, if you will. But so, you haven't gotten your test result back yet. Correct. But they do have uh, random testing at my facility. Random R- testing. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I just signed up for it. I just said, Hey, by the way, if you need somebody to test, you can voluntold me. I'll, I'll do it. And then, uh, my supervisor was like, all right, in an hour. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. I did not expect that quick. So I went and did the test, sneezed a bunch. Have you done a COVID test? No, I was there when my daughter had to do a COVID test. Did they do the nostril? She had to do the test on her own. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they walked her through the whole process. Did she have to stick something up her nose? Though? Yeah, yeah. She's oh my stuck gosh, tip up her nose. So we have like a basically like a teledoc. We literally have a station with just a freaking phone or something uh-huh. and a, uh, a webcam, and then the doctor is just on a web call and she talks you through it. And so I had to stick it, stick the little thing up one nostril, spin it around a bunch, and then. Um, put it in the in the thing and then she was like all right now stick it up the other nostril apparently my left nostril is very very sensitive because i had to sneeze so grace said she had to sneeze too when she did it i i don't know if you've ever noticed this about me but i don't hold my sneezes back i you can't don't hold sneezes belches farts none of <laughs> all right let's not that's true but i don't need to be caught out about it um no i I cannot hold my sneezes back because they're through my mouth. 
like it's kind of like a cough like you uh -huh. try to hold a cough back There's and it's a lot like of power behind <gasps> it yeah um and so i have this freaking thing up my nostril and i'm like <laughs> keep going <laughs> and like my whole body like convulses oh i felt like such a goon somebody come check on you <laughs> i everybody was surrounded like what is going on with his body is he possessed well, uh, he's definitely got COVID. <laughs> I don't know what he has, but he needs help. Uh, no, uh, it, there wasn't anybody. I was in the back, the very, very back of the warehouse. Nobody else was back there. Um, but regardless, I haven't actually gotten my tests back, but I feel fine. <sighs> well, if it does, but whether it comes back positive or negative, there's hope that you can still make money because students in Idaho are making money off of selling their plasma after getting coronavirus. Okay, so what you're telling me is I can actually increase my profits by quite a bit uh -huh. by getting COVID, getting the paid two weeks off, then traveling to Iowa. Idaho. Uh, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. And then uh, <laughs> and then uh, getting, getting donating my plasma for 200 bucks? Yeah, so normally donating plasma will only get you like $25. Yeah. But, you know, students are really innovative. I was listening to a story the other day about how students are taking their laptops and their iPads that are distributed by schools, and they're selling them and then telling the school that they got stolen. That's illegal, right? Yeah, yeah, that's illegal. Well, these students in Idaho are trying to get coronavirus, like they're having like COVID parties so that they can go out and get the 200 bucks by selling their mm. plasma. Now, that's not okay. Right. You should not be trying to get coronavirus. I feel like that should be illegal as well. That should be illegal. And the school is actually investigating because that's that's not okay. And the plasma <laughs> center is the one who contacted the university and was like, hey, so we're seeing a lot of students lately and, and we get the feeling that they're like trying to get COVID so that they could come get 200 bucks for giving their plasma. Now, giving your plasma after you've had COVID is a very good thing because they can use that plasma to treat patients that are suffering long-term with COVID. Sure. So if, you, if you've had the coronavirus and you have the antibodies, go give your plasma, go give your blood and help some people out. But, but don't do like these, these Idaho students and try and get coronavirus so that you can go get the 200 bucks. Is there uh, anywhere near here that's doing a similar deal? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can give blood or plasma anywhere. I'm but not I mean, sure like, in Kansas, like how much they're, if they're giving more money for plasma. I know if you go to give blood right now, you'll get a coronavirus test or you'll get an antibody test, not a coronavirus test. You'll get an antibody test so you know if you've had COVID because then they can use your blood to, to treat. Ooh, donate COVID-19 plasma. This is the FDA, so it might not be like anywhere close. But, dude, I'm going to get down to the bottom of this. Because can you imagine, bro? Because if I get COVID, mm -hmm. all right. Two weeks paid vacation. And I'm not going to be working anyway, so I can deal with the side effects of donating plasma. Like sometimes you feel like a little weak or something like that, right? I've never donated plasma. Neither have I. I thought about doing it in I've college. I've heard it's painful. Yeah, because they take the blood out. They take out the red, white blood cells, and then they put the other ones back in. Wait, what? 
or maybe it's the other way around. They yeah, can so just keep them. I don't want it back. <laughs> I'll regenerate. No, no, no. That's the thing. So you need. I, I believe this is the way it is. I could be way wrong. I'm not a doctor. You need the white ones and you can give up the red ones? Yeah, or vice versa. But, the <laughs> plasma, the plasma is literally just one of the one of the sides. It's either the red or the white okay, blood cell. Somebody cells. who knows this is just yelling at us right now because I think we're really off. My sister-in-law is a nurse. Okay, hold on. Uh, wait, no, that's covalescent. I know plasma. my dad gave plasma and he said it was painful. And for some reason, I think it has something to do with like your bone marrow. Yeah. But something like that. How. I have O positive blood, which is a universal blood type, which means anybody can have my blood. So my blood is in high demand. However, I like almost pass out when I give blood. And I know like I have the blood type that people need. And I should be sacrificial and go give my blood and I, and needles don't bother me. It's the passing out part that really bothers me. I don't think you'd pass. Well, you might pass out. You're pretty small. Okay. No, it, I don't know. I just, I think I have low iron too. Okay. 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 Wait, I don't. Okay. Hold on. Plasma is the clear straw colored liquid portion of blood that remains after blood, uh, remains after red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets and other cellular components are removed. It is the single largest component of human blood comprising about 55% uh, and contains water, salts, enzymes, and antibodies. Da, da, da. Plasma carries out a variety of functions. I still know no more than I knew. I, okay, I should have read reading. it before. I Just tell me, because what I heard was that plasma, they essentially, they take out all of your blood they take the plasma out of your blood and they put everything else back in because everything else can just create more plasma. Siri, how do you give plasma? Just go to a freaking center. Blood plasma, AKA body fluid. Uh, ew, this looks gross. You know what? I wonder if blood plasma is like what comes out whenever you got something that's pussing. Ew, no, I don't think, well, is it, it, it kind like of looks, blood cells ugh, or something? it kind of looks the same. What the heck? Don't okay. freeze it. It, it looks says even that worse. most people compare the feeling of the needle to a mild bee sting. You will also be required to submit to a finger stick test each time you donate. So the collection center medical staff can evaluate your protein and hemoglobin levels. Hmm. It's similar to giving blood. A needle is placed into a vein in your arm. Plasma is collected through a process called plasmapheresis and is conducted in cycles that make that may take up to an hour. Whole blood is drawn. The plasma is separated from the red blood cells and other cellular components. These are returned to your body with sterile saline solution to help the body replace the plasma removed from the whole blood so you were pretty accurate there yeah see i know my I know my things <laughs> your first donation will take approximately two hours return visits on average take about 90 minutes rebecca i bet you could make bank off of o negative blood o positive oh you're o positive i'm o positive yeah o positive isn't o, as good as o, o negative o negative is rare and only o negative can have o negative O positive, everybody can have O positive. No. 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I misread. Also, O positive is less likely to get coronavirus because O positive has antibodies to A and B blood. I wonder what kind of blood I have. Is there like a test you can take online? No. <laughs> There's not a blood test you can just take online? No, but if you go to give blood or plasma, uh, they'll be able to tell you what blood type you have. I ought to give blood, dude. I don't know why I don't. There's a place in Lawrence mm -hmm. that will give you like 50 bucks and you can do it like twice a week. That's a hundred bucks a week. Sure, but I feel, I feel guilty giving something that I didn't pay for. Like... Because my blood regenerates itself. Oh my so, god! Well, hold on, because people are in such need of it. Like, the the blood banks are always having a huge shortage, and that's like a way I can help. Like, and so I don't want to get money. Like, that's like public service right there. No, no, Rebecca. It's like donating an organ. Does somebody give you money for donating an organ? Think about this. You're helping somebody. Okay. Okay, what about this, Rebecca? All right. Mm -hmm. People say shock therapy helps them, but you didn't pay to have the wisdom that God Some gave you. Pay for shock therapy. I know. Do you feel guilty? Okay, okay, this we, is my job. That. My job is not giving blood. That's what I'm doing to help people. Fine. You know what? Just because How about my this? job happens to help people too. All right. Because we're business Just partners. Just because I'm being charitable. All right, okay, Re Rebecca. What? I have got what? Ooh, I've got an what? idea for you. All right, okay. because we're business partners, I'll help you out. Okay, you and I both go at the same time to give blood. Okay, I'll take what they pay you, <laughs> so that you don't have to feel guilty. How good of a deal is that? I, I get just, extra money. I just don't pay to you get don't blood. feel guilty. See, Elvis doesn't like the idea either of being locked out of the room. I know, but he's gonna have to get used no, to it. You're yelling at his mom. I'm not yelling at anybody, because but I'm, I'm about to yell to be at him. Charitable. All right, all right. I don't even. Oh yeah, we were talking about the the Idaho students selling their plasma, getting getting the Rona on purpose. Yeah, I see. That's not a good idea. But maybe it is, you know, no, because you can get COVID more than once. I so know so idea. many people now that have had or do have the coronavirus. And I'm thinking like, shouldn't I have gotten it by now? That's what I've been thinking. I've been trying to hang out with you guys, <laughs> trying to get COVID. I mean, I have Help been trying to take out. precautions. Like I wear a mask when I'm out and everything like that. And I work from home. So like the only other person I see is you. Mm -hmm. But like. I've encountered other people before and like our family encounters other people and then they bring it back home. Why am I not getting it? Or I got it early on and that's when I had to be quarantined after, after the cruise. Yeah. See, that's and my And it was worry. just like really mild or something. Is that I've already had it. So now you're never going to get the two weeks paid vacation. Right. But see, you can get it more than once. Right. Well, there is one confirmed person in the United States that has been diagnosed with it twice. So one could dream. Yes, you could get it twice. Dude, can you, oh, can you imagine okay. getting it? I hate joking about it though. I later, know this is very serious. Like your first day back, shoot, first day back and I got it again. Now I have to take another two weeks off. Frick, <laughs> man. Okay, but here's the thing for me because I I got extra sick days. Like my company gave us two weeks of sick days. So if we got the coronavirus, we could take all those sick days. I work from home. So if coronavirus is mild enough, 
and I can still keep working, I have to keep working. Like, I'm but never going to use my sick days. But who's to say if it's mild enough for you to keep working? Are they going to come to your house and be like, no, but say I would, something? I would feel too guilty because I know that we're short staffed already. And I, and I know that there's a lot mm. of people that have to cover for me when I'm gone. And so then I would feel really bad not working if I could. Yeah, see, that's the difference between you and I. Well, yours is like they don't want to see you for two weeks. Mine, I'm not going into the building. So it's like as soon as I'm feeling like good enough to work, I have to work. You don't have to. Someday, though, I'm going to cash in those sick days. Yeah. And Elvis will be so happy <laughs> for that. Here's the, here's the real question, though, Rebecca. Okay. Because you get two weeks off uh -huh. if you get COVID as well. So if I do test positive, uh -huh. all right, do I have to start recording from home? Or is it like, nah, come on over. I can get the sick days as well. I don't know. Should not. we discuss if this you, off air? You want me to mute our mics? If you have, no, if Hold you on, guys. have COVID. Uh, we got to discuss. And right. I think that's so, what we should do. I think that's probably the best plan. Cool. Okay. I'm glad we got that. We got that out of the way. Um, what's up? What's what's next on this uh, on our agenda? Speaking of agendas. <laughs> Speaking of getting coronavirus, you want to hear about my dinner party the other night? Yeah. Does it involve a plasma screen TV? <laughs> yeah, I had to push it against the wall to make more room oh, for the dinner nice. party. Oh, nice. Right into the TV, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> the coolest part of the tour was when I showed everybody the room where I make all of my candles. Ooh, mm -hmm. what do you call them? Serenity by Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Jan, that's so interesting. <laughs> okay, so I'm awkward when, like, meeting people you could that just stop I don't right know. There, I'm awkward. Yep. It's fine. It's, I'll admit it. I'm awkward. But I'm like, I'm literally like just, just very shy. And we had some new people come over that I didn't know. They're on staff with my husband. So um, our worship minister and his wife came over. I have met them on several occasions, had short conversations with them. But this was like we were having them over to really get to know them because since the pandemic, they came on. They came on staff during the pandemic and we haven't gotten a chance to like really know them. So we had them over for dinner so that we could get to know them. But I have a really, really hard time like getting into like getting comfortable with meeting people. So I was so awkward in the beginning. I did the whole dinner party thing. Like I was like, did the whole like, you want to come see my plasma screen? Oh, did you show <laughs> them the studio? Um, they did see the studio, but Grace did the tour, so I didn't get to, uh, to explain everything to them. I was like kind of standing in the back, so if there was questions, then I could answer them. But I'm the one who made the dinner. I made baked ziti, which is the thing that I make for every new guest that comes mm -hmm. over. Also, every special occasion. I remember my baked first ziti. baked ziti. <laughs> and your last. And my last baked didn't ziti. Didn't I bring you like leftovers at work before? Oh, you know what I think you did? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. That was nice of me. That was so nice of you. Yeah. Who was the special guest then? I think it was like a special occasion that we made it. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for giving me your special occasion leftovers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we had these these wonderful people over and we're trying to get to know them. But like I was really quiet. Like I just listened to them 
talk, like everybody have conversation. And then I just kind of got up to like go clean up the kitchen. And then my husband was like, do you guys have any questions or anything like that? And Allison is the name of our worship pastor's wife. And she was like, I mean, I have a question for Rebecca. And so like, I kind of peek around the corner and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this going to be about? And she's like, how did you get into radio? Ooh. And I like put everything down that I was like working on in the kitchen. And I was like, went and sat down in my chair and I was like, okay, <laughs> here's the long story. Like, so I like went full into the story. Like I went way back into it of like how I got into radio and like why I made the decision to get into radio and, and all of that stuff. And she was like totally into my story. Like I wasn't even boring her. And she's like, because I kind of wanted to do something like this too. Like I've thought about this. And then like, as I was telling like my history of like jobs that I've done, she had like similar stories of like really? jobs that she's done. And like, I told her how like I'd always wanted to be an actress, but that wasn't happening. So I was like, what else do I want to be besides an actress? Radio. And she's like, oh my gosh, I wanted to be an actress. Like it was like, like we are the same person, but she's like a lot younger than me. <laughs> she's like, you're around your age. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I think we could be really good friends. Like it, then it like turned out really good. Like then I couldn't stop talking and, and it wasn't awkward anymore unless it was awkward for them because I wouldn't stop talking. But yeah, they're like, oh shoot. It went from me like not talking at all. And then she asked the magic question. Like anybody who like wants me to talk to them, just ask that mm -hmm. question and I will never shut up. I always say the thing radio people love more than radio is talking about <laughs> radio. So if you ever are like, dang, I don't know what to say. Radio on you. Yeah, just ask anything related to radio and they will open up more than you ever cared for them to. Like I came to life and like as they're leaving, I'm like, this was just such a great visit. I don't <laughs> even know why. Like I get nervous about these things. It was really good. Oh, also one, they're office fans. And so they knew everything I was talking about with the dinner party. And then I said, there's this YouTuber I like to watch. His name is Olin Rogers. And they're like, Olin Rogers, like balloon shop. Like oh my they knew balloon gosh. shop. And that's when you know, like a true fan, if they know about balloon shop, because that's before the Olin Rogers videos. Right. Yeah. And so then we were like talking about like ghost in the stalls and we're going through like some of the balloon shop skits. And anyway, we made a real connection and Josh and Allison are pretty stellar people and I think very good friends. I'm going to look them up. Are you friends with them on Facebook? I am friends with Allison on Facebook. All right. I'm going to look she Josh is, and Allison. She is a very new friend. I think we became friends today or yesterday on Facebook. Recently added. Oh, I found her already. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool. So what what does he do or what does she do at your church? Um, well, he is our worship minister. Oh, okay. Leads cool. worship. Yeah. But he's also in the military and he like he's um a mechanic on airplanes. Nice. He has to drive to St. Louis like every other weekend and fix airplanes. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. He looks like the blonde brother from This Is Us. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking Just about. Just look up This Is Us <laughs> cast and the blonde dude, yeah, looks exactly like Josh. Like exactly like him. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Sure. Why didn't you, you know, you should just say that. Kevin. Yeah, he does kind of. That's wild. Did he ever want to become an actor? Did he become an actor? <laughs> it's a secret part of his yeah. past. I wonder how many people in radio started out wanting to be actors and then they're like, ah, these people are weird. I'm going to go do radio. Well, and it wasn't just like acting and then radio. I wanted to do TV because I still wanted to be like in news. front of the camera. You want to do like news? Yeah, because I I wanted to do news because I didn't know any better. Like I just knew I wanted to be on camera and I wanted it to be like performing. Mm-hmm. But then um, I interned in radio and found out that like on the news, you have to read a script. There's yeah. no like freestyling. <laughs> wiki, like, wiki. You don't get to just like chat and debate stuff. Mm-hmm. But you do on radio. So I was like, you know what? Radio is a better fit for me. Also, at the time, I was like, I have terrible teeth, and that's not going to work. Oh, my god! But now, my teeth are getting so much better. You can like, go back to TV? No. Oh. No. What if, ooh, what if a network picked us up for, like, a morning I TV show? I would do that. I would do Where that. you just like kind of get like it go off the cup? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a Regis and Kelly. But yeah, like but a, I would have to do the interviews because you know how you are with interviews. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you think it went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're really good at a lot of stuff, but interviews are not your thing. Though I still think that you could do it. It's just no, not your thing. No, I cannot, dude. I, ooh, I don't even want to get started on it. I'm the worst interviewer I've ever met. Just flat out. Nobody <laughs> interviews worse than I do. I can be interviewed, uh-huh. and if you're talking about something that I enjoy, I can interview you, but if it's something just out there, and they're like, hey, call this person, interview them about what they do, and I'm like, I don't freaking care what they do. Like, What kind of questions do you ask? I just can't do it, man. I always start off the interview with one basic question, because most of the stuff I'm interviewing people on, I know absolutely nothing about, and research beforehand, no, that doesn't exist. There's so many times where like one of my coworkers, specifically six foot Sam Stevie, will call me up and be like, hey, can you do this interview for me in like two minutes? And I'm like, yeah, what's the topic? And he's like, something that I didn't know nothing about. And so then I will call that person and be like, so tell me more about something that I don't know anything about. And then they'll start explaining it to me. And then I'll be like, oh, so how does that work? Like, I just like, like a child would ask questions about something that that's what I'm doing. Ah, See, I think that's a problem. My brain is too mature (laughs) to interview people because either I already know it or Uh I don't care about it. And so, you know, I think that's really what it comes down to. That definitely shows the maturity of your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh no. my gosh. So I started talking about how excited I was about talking about radio. And then we went on a tangent just talking about radio. I, I, that's what just I'm saying, proves man. my point. Like, we can't stop talking about it. What is this drug? Radio, man. Not even once, you know. Um, I'll tell you what we can talk about. You want to talk okay. about Taco Bell? Speaking of drugs. Speaking of <laughs> drugs. There it is. Yep. <laughs> That's called a transition if you never see what. 
there's a man who uh, is freezing Taco Bell, and here's why. A man who lives in Missouri. Oh, I didn't even. He's that's a Missouri a, man. A Missouri this man. This is local. Oh, gosh. You local can, news. You can purchase these items. <laughs> so uh, Taco Bell, if you haven't heard, they are revamping their menu, discontinuing a lot of beloved items. This guy saw an opportunity. He's a bit of a uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, an opportunist, if you will. And he decided, you know what? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to buy a bunch of these about to be discontinued stuff. And I'm just going to freeze them. And then not a bad idea, actually. Terrible Remember idea. when Tinky, t- Tinky, Tinky. <laughs> Remember when Twinkies went away and people like bought Twinkies and were selling them on eBay for like a hundred bucks? Yeah, but like you think who? Okay, Taco Bell is already like, all right. Hope you don't have anything this evening because your stomach's <laughs> going to be in a bad place. We call it the garbage. Yeah, it's not great. The garbage. Um. Imagine somebody else buys Taco Bell, freezes it, and then a week later, you buy it, unfreeze it, and eat it. Like, that's not going to sit well in your stomach I know, but if it's like your favorite item at Taco Bell, and then it gets discontinued. You would have to be... And like, there's mm. like one night, you're like, you know what? I would really like that potato whatever chalupa thing. Man, I wish I could get that. You know, I would do anything for a potato chalupa right now. And then you're just casually scanning Facebook Marketplace and you're like, what? A potato chalupa for only $200? $200! And if you're high and you have a case of the munchies, you're probably gonna pay for it. No, dude. Unacceptable! That's ridiculous. $200. All right, here's what the Facebook ad says. Um, And this is for just potato soft tacos. Three of them for $200. You're getting three. You're getting three. Mint condition. (laughs) Potato soft tacos from Taco Bell. From drive-thru to freezer. These babies are rare. Never been eaten. I'd certainly hope so. You freaking clown. What the heck? Okay, this is actually a scheme. It's part of a larger frozen fast food business idea. And the potato soft tacos are simply a trial run. So he's he's got a business and plan of freezing discontinued food and posting it for sale later on when people are craving their favorite item. He said, I've had this idea of investment sandwiches where like you'd buy a limited offer sandwich in bulk freeze it, and then sell later for a profit. This, you know, like the McRib. McDonald's only offers it once a year, but the demand doesn't go away. So then when I heard Taco Bell was discontinuing the potato soft, yeah, I like how he abbreviates it, you know, that potato soft that I usually order, <laughs> I decided it'd be a good opportunity to test this idea out before McRib season. I don't think this is that bad of an idea. I think he's got something marketable here. This guy is capitalizing on stoners, and I don't think that's okay. (laughs) So far, things are going according to plan, he says. If you look at this man's Facebook profile. Wait, wait, wait. He already sold two of the frozen tacos. No way. Yes. 
He said he couldn't find a buyer for the full set of three, but he was able to sell two to individual buyers at a tidy profit. I sold them for $70 a piece. No, please, no, 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 no! What? And he's having second thoughts about selling the third. When he purchased the tacos, he explains he ordered a few for himself to freeze and eat as well, which have since been consumed. So he's already eating his own goods. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like a drug dealer who's addicted to his own You products. don't get high on your own <laughs> supply, my guy. Come on. <laughs> What the heck? No, you got to buy from somebody else. Make rib sauce all over his shirt. Uh, Hey, so you, um, all right. I know we were meeting up because you uh, said you were going to buy the McRib, uh, but I got hungry on the way here uh, and all the food I had was just the McRib in in the backseat. And um, long story short, I ate it. (laughs) Do you, will you still buy? Will you still give me $70 though? Because you said you would. That my think, thoughts exactly. Yeah, I think Elvis. Elvis. I think he would like the potato soft. <laughs> okay, now he's changing his mind again because he says, "Once I got down to the last one, I realized that we need to preserve this for future generations to experience this, this deliciousness." So I'm holding on to it right now, and I'm hoping, as he munches it, <laughs> I'm hoping uh-huh. someone comes along and wants to maybe help me with preserving this. Uh, help Conserving. him with. Per- the potato soft. <laughs> what is if you if you look at this guy's Facebook profile, he looks like somebody who has ran into this situation before, where he's sitting at home, probably high as a kite. Uh-huh. All right, I don't want to profile, but for the sake of things, let's just say he's high as a kite, and he's going, "Dang it, I really want this right now, and it's not available." And so now that he's sobered up, he's like, "Never again." Never again will anybody be sitting on their couch, be hungry for a special item that isn't even available. No longer. I'm closing the gap. I'm going to be the bridge from point A to point B. I will take on this responsibility. But I think he might be not alone, clearly. But that's a very small niche market. One, I apologize. The Elvis will not stop barking. Two, I think he's also targeting pregnant women. Ooh, but they shouldn't be eating Taco Bell, right? Uh, They're going to eat what they want to eat, Nathan. If they're craving Taco Bell, they get Taco Bell. But it gets better because he says he's open to donating his last potato soft taco to science with fingers crossed that they could retrieve the taco DNA for cloning a la Jurassic Park, though he concedes everything has its price. He's now more interested in conservation than compensation. I mean, if I had the last panda, you wouldn't sell that on Facebook, right? The right. dude consumed like more than he wanted to before, and now he's got one last one. He's like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll donate it to science. Maybe I'll sell it. Maybe I'll eat it. No, I want to save it. I'm just going to eat it after midnight tonight. I, I don't know what to say. I Is there a food that no longer exists that if if somebody had preserved it and you could have it, that you would do that? Mm, no. I know I've talked about nerd cereal before. I really liked nerd cereal. 
if I could have that again, a fresh box of nerd cereal, I would purchase it. I wouldn't pay $200 for it. Mm. I would probably pay like 20 bucks for it though. I, I, anything like from the past that I'm like, dang, that was so good. I wish I still had that. Wasn't like fast food. Like I could, I can only think of one, maybe two food items. And it's, it wasn't even a matter of like, wow, I wish I preserved this. It's just a matter of, wow, I wish that person was around to cook that again. Oh, that's kind of sad. Well, they just moved away. Like they're not dead. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, anybody could make it. It's just, they were the only person I knew that would go through the effort of actually making it. There was a restaurant that I went to in Omaha. It was called Mozzarella's. And I had a favorite meal there. It was like this spaghetti dish. Roma pasta is what it was called. And then they would serve like beforehand. They would bring out this bed of like, this sounds weird, but like it was like hard spaghetti noodles, but they were like cooked and then like crispy spaghetti noodles. A la carte. I can't even explain. Like, I don't even know how they did it. Maybe they just didn't cook them all. They were just like crunchy, but they weren't like raw either. Like, anyway, that was just like the bed of pasta that it was laid upon. And then they had like cheese sticks, but they weren't cheese sticks. They were cheese stars. And there was something about the shape of the stars that made it amazing. So I would order the cheese stars and then the Roma pasta And then for dessert, they had this s'mores ice cream dessert that came in this massive like goblet bowl. And it was so good. Al dente, not a la carte. Al dente. I wondered what you were doing with the a la carte. Al dente, though, is still like cooked. In cooking, al dente describes pasta or rice that is cooked to be firm to the bite. Yes. But this was different. This was crunchy. So it's probably al dente done wrong. (laughs) sure al dente wrong i don't know but it was amazing and then i was pregnant when they closed and so like i was already craving those things i had experienced it on several occasions and then they closed down in the middle of my pregnancy like that should be illegal yeah i was craving those cheese stars they should have given you a heads up so that you could frozen it frizz froze so that i could have frozen it Uh uh-huh yes i agree they were amazing. That being said, I can't eat neither, either one of those items yeah. now. What about your friend um, at the place in the Legends? Do you still go to that restaurant? Oh, yes. I your personal I chef? For, yeah, her name is Marissa. I always forget what that place is called. It's like a like a brewery or something. No. <laughs> what? Like they they brew a lot of alcohol there. Yard house. Yard. <laughs> yard house. My favorite restaurant. Shoot, what is it called? Uh, I know it's a brewery. I think it's like Yard House Brewery or something okay. like that. All right. The word brewery sounds like a dog bait. Brewery. Baking something. Now we're oh, going to make Elvis yeah, freak out. <laughs> uh, have you anyway, gone there since COVID? Yes. So we went for our first time a couple weeks ago. I was so excited because she makes me this thing called like the Mexican stack. And it's, it's like a stack of like chicken enchilada stuff. But instead of chicken, she puts in broccoli and she cuts them in like real small pieces. And that sounds terrible, mm-hmm. but it's actually really, really good. And it's her own creation. 
And she came out and talked to me one day because I was looking for like gluten-free items on the menu because when I go to order something from the menu, there's usually one item on every menu I can have. Well, I ordered like the one thing I could have. And then Chef Marissa came out and talked to me and was like, hey, what's your food allergies? And so I was telling her and she was like, hey, I'm actually working on like creating some different things. Do you mind if I try a couple things out on you? And I was like, yeah. So she tried this like Mexican stack thing. It was amazing. So we go back a couple of weeks ago for the first time. I ask if Chef Marissa is there, which she was always there on a Sunday. And the guy's like, oh, no, she's not in today. Oh, I thought you were going to say she doesn't work there anymore. No. My heart was well, about to break. I'm still like fearful that she doesn't work there anymore. But he said that she wasn't in that day. But I was still going to ask for it. And mm-hmm. like I was going to make my special request. Well, Chef Marissa always did this for me. And I was going to describe it. And somebody else was going to have to try and create it for me. And he's like, yeah, our menu is limited right now because of the oh, pandemic. We're just, come on. we only have a partial menu right now. And I was like, Oh, what am I going to eat then? I was like, my one night, I don't know what I'm going to eat now. Like, we drove all the way out to your house to get my meal that I've been craving throughout this entire pandemic. Now it's not even on the menu. You know what? You should get Chef Marissa's phone number. Mm-hmm. And you should just text her next time and say, hey, are you going to be working today? Mm-hmm. And then... I would like to, but it, it would be an awkward experience when I'm sitting at the table and I say, hey, can I get your number? Like. Just just give a wink. <laughs> Maybe a little smirk. And she'll totally understand. Right, right, right. Or just here. You I don't, don't even see have to. how I can ask no, for her number. You don't ask for her number directly. I'll Here's just, what you say. What if I just ask the restaurant for her schedule? No. Well, that <laughs> sounds even more stalkerish. You just say, hey. Um, is there a way that I can find out if you're going to be here? <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. Here's what you say. Here's what you say. Hold on. This is why I don't talk to girls. <laughs> it's really scary and I'm not good with words. You say, oh my gosh. So the other day I came and you weren't here. And then you, ah, what, what, what was wrong with you? Chef Marissa, you little idiot. And then you say, all right, so I don't want that to happen again. So Uh is there any way that I can tell beforehand if you're going to be here or not? And then if she offers her phone number. Can you tell me what car you drive so I can check and see if you're here before? Is there like a, like, do you have Life 360? Can I track you? (laughs) Can I maybe just put a GPS on your car? You wouldn't even know it was there. All right. Um, Or is there just some way? Can I have your boss's number maybe or something? Can you just email me your schedule? I'm asking for multiple people's numbers. Yeah. Let's you know? just cover all grounds. I need the make a model of your vehicle. I need your home address. I need your telephone number. We're going to be Facebook friends. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I should just, you know what? I'm really good at like investigating Facebook. Like if you give me a first name and a hair color, I can probably find that person. I'm going to try and find her. Chef Marissa. That's all you got to look for is Chef Marissa. I'm going to I'm gonna look her up, and I'm going to see if I can find her on Facebook. Okay. How you much longer that. do we have left in the show? Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. Do you want to try to find her in can five minutes? Can I do minutes? it in five minutes? Chef Marissa. The clock, the timer is okay, You keep set. talking. I'm going to see if I can what? find her. I want to find <laughs> Chef Marissa, too. I already found one person today. I'm just going to search Chef Marissa. Oh my gosh, here she is. Chef Marissa. 
Hola, soy Marissa. Consinera hasta Pagina. I don't think that's the right one. What is this word? P-A-G-P-A-G-I-N-A. Rebecca, you took Spanish, right? I didn't do well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My Spanish professor told me that if I'm ever going to do Spanish again, I need to start from the beginning. Oof. Pagina. Pagina. <laughs> All right. Este pagina en con... You know what? Hold on. I have Google Translate at my fingertips. Let's just do this. Let's just... Nope, that's... All right, I'm doing everything wrong. That's great. Yep. Um, yep, I did it. I did it wrong again. Oh, this is just embarrassing. Great, great content. Here we go. Hola, soy Marisa, cocinera esta página. Encontrarás las recetas más deliciosas y saludables. Does that sound like her? No, no. Mm. She was very much speaking English. All right, well, that's weird. Um, I, I don't understand that. I mean, that's first one, Chef Marissa. She has 14,000 likes. Oh my gosh. Wow, dude. I ought to follow a bunch of chef people on Facebook. I look at so much food content. It's not even funny, dude. Like legitimately, I just all all of the food content. Anything? No, you're I'm still, still I'm still all looking. Right. All right. Well, in the meantime, um Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We're trying, we're trying things different, and I hope, I hope you enjoy it. Not different on the content side, other than the whole just playing on our phones, the whole thing. <laughs> trying, trying different setup stuff and whatnot. So things might sound different, they might not. Who knows? Maybe if I didn't say anything, you wouldn't even know. So there it is. But there's a lot of things different right now that you can't see, but you will see on Friday. On Friday, when yes. we are live stream. I would um, say Nathan and I have been working really, really hard, but Nathan drove around a Segway on Friday night while I worked really, really hard on something that will look very different on Friday. It wasn't something that I could help with, but I stuck around and I could have just gone home. Now, I appreciate you sticking around and watching me work. <laughs> anytime. Really, anytime. Um, but yeah, so Friday, you check out some new stuff on our live stream. And then, of course... Um, we have the patron show after the show today, today? and then the pre-show on Friday. The secret lab. Yeah. Yes. So on Friday, and we're going to be doing some very Halloweenish themes in the next couple of weeks. And I said we were going to stray away from the whole food thing, but we're going to use some food in these. I mean, it's easy content. <laughs> Whenever it comes down to it, that's the that's the reality of it. There's some really good ones that I hate and love all at the same time. Yep. So watch out for that. I was also talking to my brother today. He's in Branson going through all these different shops. And he was sending me pictures of a bunch of different stuff. And I was like, yes, grab that. Yes, grab that. Grab that. Grab that. Grab oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. So we got some stuff coming from Missouri on its way right now. So for future shows. Regardless, this show is over. Rebecca still has not found Chef Marissa. No, I haven't yet. Maybe she doesn't have a Facebook. A lot of people don't have those these days. There's a lot of Marissas out there. That's also true. All righty. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. 
We'll be back for the full hour one week from today. We'll have a 30 minute episode this Friday. Thanks for listening. My name is Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.